With a bad foot pumped up Because statistics are the best The bad foot pumped up Because you don't need footwear to bet Welcome back to the Barefoot Punter. I'm your host as always, The Mug. Your co-host is the logical one. The Pope is with us, of course. We take our inspiration from the Barefoot Investor, but instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you a bit of betting advice on the 2021 AFL and NRL season. And it's a big welcome back to The Logical One. I, uh, Mug, I think that you've gone to the wrong man because right now it's all about the Pope, Origin, Ben Hunt, I know we fumbled our way through the barefoot NRL last week, so it's good to have the Pope back. But we did deliver the blow. Ben Hunt, $26 to win the Man of the Match medal. Pope, you're a genius. It's very kind of you, logical one. Appreciate that. It's, uh, it's nice words have been playing around the group thread, so appreciate appreciate you running with that. Yeah, well, welcome back, Benny. Unbelievable stuff, mate. Not only the uh, the man of the match, you also tipped up uh, the line in that game as well. So, uh, so awesome stuff, mate. Um, how was your trip? Um, did you manage to uh, to get some down on that? I know I, I took a little uh, a, a little piece of your your man of the match there. Um, did you get some action while you're up there on the uh, up in the sunny state? I did. I listened to you two boys on the flight back. I thought the first 19 minutes were strong. The AFL section, then it totaled off. Cut off late the last five and a half. But, um, <laughs> it certainly was quality. It, uh, it it certainly did, but uh, going great, mate. And uh, and of course, the Melbourne Storm, the gift that keeps giving, just does it again. So well done again, mate, on that one. Yeah, we'll, we'll go into them as a, as the show goes on. It's almost to the stage you're probably looking at it reverse. At what number can you back the plus if you look at it that way? And it's I don't know if there's a number big enough at the moment. They they on that well doesn't seem to matter what they. They also had their challenges last week. They got shipped off to Melbourne, then back to Queensland, and they're not having things go their own way. And it doesn't seem to matter on the field. Yeah, well, um, they've uh, they they just seem to keep getting it done, which is unbelievable and um, logical in the uh, in the AFL. Um, geez, it always feels like a long time ago when we we think back to um, you know Geelong versus uh, Frio and and absolutely flogging them. The Tigers get in a hold of the Lions. Uh, the Saints disappointing against the Power. Um, Melbourne faltering against the Hawks. Um, the spineless Eagles flogging Adelaide. Um, what was uh, what was something or or a few things that um, that caught your eye or, or or made you sort of reconsider some of your thoughts around the um, the premiership? Well, firstly, for me, it was the round of the schoolroom. It was some amazing swings. I love looking at those big schoolrooms. There's, I think there was five or six games where one team got a decent lead on the other team and then just the momentum of the team trailing. Like you look at that Sydney GWS game, they came from 34 points down. There was – North was up early against Essendon. Collingwood were killing Carlton. Uh, I think even Adelaide were up on West Coast early. Melbourne, Hawthorne. There was just some huge swings. The doggies, the doggies were losing that Gold Coast early. So it was a great round for in-running punting. And if and if you're as smart as our Sydney man, Dicko, who's a, a great after-timer on the Sydney Swans, he said he backed the Swans in the run. It was, yeah, it was a great, great round for, for momentum swings and, and in-running. Um, but well, well, the, well, the boys uh, were talking on the racing show, I, I heard, and um, 
And Pistol Pete, who is WA's finest uh, racing tipster, was uh, asking the question. He was asking the question, are the, are the Swans the form team of the competition? And, uh, and we did speak about it last week on the program, but can they, can they get all the way? Great question. Very topical. I've done some work. I've had a look at it. I've broken down the, the six best teams in the comp. I had a look at them each playing each other. So Melbourne, Geelong, Brisbane, Dogs, Port and Sydney. Melbourne have won their five encounters against the other in the top six and with a total winning margin of 115. They go best. And I don't know whether anyone saw Gary Lyon on, on the couch last night. He nailed it. It's one, one of my mates has been saying for a while. Melbourne play much better against good sides than they do up against bad sides. And that's what they've been doing. Then you go Geelong, they've won three. Brisbane, they've only won one against all the top sides. So they're the team that really battles the most against the top sides. Doggies have only won two. Port have won one and Sydney have won three. So they're probably the, the equal second best. And their margins haven't been bad. They only lost to Port by 10 and Melbourne by nine. And otherwise they've been in Brisbane, Geelong and Port. So they stack up. They 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 the validation there with them. So I can't say no. I, I've really after after looking at that, um, you know, they've got a really soft draw going home. I think their last five games are really soft. So I can't see a reason why you wouldn't be backing Sydney. Yeah, well, that uh, potentially uh, that potentially leads into a, another question that I have uh, for you, Logical. Who do you have on top of your ratings uh, at the moment? And yeah, and who's your, and 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 a, and a separate one to that. Who's your pick for the flag? And um, and depending on on who your pick for the flag is, can you actually back them at the price that they are at the moment? So there's a lot of questions there, Mark. So we'll go. The first we'll, one: Who's on top of your ratings? Who's top on? Who's top of the ratings? That's the reason I did what I've just done this analysis because yep. it's been such a seesawing ratings all year. It's been that dogs Geelong. Sydney, I mean, Dogs, Geelong, Brisbane, and, and Melbourne. They've been just all around that mark. So that's why I, I did this to see who I think is best. So after doing that analysis, even though Melbourne wasn't a great form, I think they have to be slightly the top, just marginally. And then I think it's, it's Geelong and Doggies. I think Brisbane have dropped away the last few weeks and they've got some injuries and they're the one that, that the team that sort of really have dropped back from the pack. So for me, Melbourne first, Geelong and Dogs slightly behind, and then um, and, yeah, that's... and and therefore, um, does your prem- premiership fancy follow that exact same uh, ratings model? Like, so therefore, do you say, well, Melbourne is your pick for the flag? You like them the most for the flag, or is in season versus postseason a, a little bit different in the way that you think about that? What I would say from here is that you're not getting anyone with a huge price in the moment. Geelong, Dogs, Melbourne. They're all reasonably short until you can get clo- what I really like at this time of year is when I can get closer to the finals, I can actually mathematically price every single possible scenario. And then I'll be able to say, okay, yeah, I like this team because of the price I think is wrong. So I will be waiting now because, you know, there's only like five more rounds to go, which is amazing that there is only five more rounds to go one or two out where I can see who's going to be playing who. Because that's that's huge. Because if you know if Melbourne were then to get a final against Geelong, it's way worse than if they got a final against Brisbane and so on. So I'll be waiting to see what scenarios I can I can see and, happening. And we actually had a a question off the Twitter machine. Um, John uh, was actually asking um, 
around the prices currently for the cats, the dogs, and Melbourne. And you know, I think you mentioned around that four fifty, four fifty five dollars for those teams. Um, if those same three teams are in the top four, can those prices get any shorter, or do they 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 stay basically where they're at? I think they get shorter based on if they get a soft, like if they look like they're going to get Brisbane in a final. And, and the finals are going to be in Melbourne. There's so many unknowns at the moment as well. Will it be in Melbourne? Will it be in Queensland? Will it be in WA? Like that's, there's too many of those just for me to be betting on that. And a bit, but a bit close to the finals, you should know those sorts of things and you can work, work out to hopefully some value. And going back, I guess, to the third question of that little run of questions I threw at you, um, can you find a bet in that market at the moment? I think the only bet I can find would be Sydney. Yep. But again, they're not even guaranteed to finish top four. So that's that's hard to say that they'd be they'd probably be a bigger price if they don't make the top four than what they are now. And there could still be a chance. So again, I'm, I'm not sure I'll be racing into bed anyway. Yep, no, fair enough. All right, logical. And the Pope will bring you back in here. Did we see any bad beats on the weekend? Well, we saw an amazing one on the NRL, which we'll talk about in a second. In the AFL, we I didn't see a bad beat. Well, I saw a bad beat if you're on the unders, but we weren't on the unders. We're on the overs, so I thought we'd just we'd share. So is, that, our, is that just a good win then? Logical is that what yeah, that is, or it's a good lick, a good lick, <laughs> a good lick. Yep. And uh, we're on the overs in the Adelaide West Coast game, and we needed we needed a goal. And uh, Williams was uh, I think there was ten seconds to go or so, and he was he was running into a goal from fifty. He had options. He decided to have a ping and uh, looked like he was going to miss and it's bounced through. So that was nice to be on a good good side of it for once. That was, yeah, no, that was uh, that was great watching. I was, uh, I think I said on the group text, I was screaming at the TV saying, you better kick that, <laughs> you so-and-so, because uh, he did have options, uh, that young fella. Um, but, uh, but, but definitely a good one there. Pope, talk us through. We saw a little uh, clip. Uh, come through on our little social media feed uh, earlier. Talk us through that try for uh, Canberra. Doesn't get any worse than this as a punter. Mug, four legs, same game multi, all anytime try scorers, three green ticks next to the name, just needed one leg. Sebastian Chris was the man for Canberra Raiders, 20 metre open saloon to the try line, no one in front of him, puts it down, but he gives it away, gives it away to the Second gamer for his first try at NRL level, costing a sixty to one same game multi. It's a very very bad bait, very hard oh, to Yeah, well, I think he so left that poor, uh, that he poor left individual about, left about three grand on the table. I think that poor uh, poor punter, which was uh, a little bit unfortunate. We'll get we'll put that one on we'll put that one on Twitter and um and and let the uh, let the punters have a look at that one to the tune yeah, of Titanic. Say, if any of the listeners can get a look at that, it's a very well put together video. And uh, it's yeah, it got a good laugh from it. Yeah, quite uh, quite humorous. Very good. Well, uh, logical. Are you ready to do some games? Sure am. All right. First game we're going to talk about Brisbane hosting Gold Coast up at the Gabba. Brisbane really short here. Dollar twenty. Gold Coast four sixty. Uh, line sitting around twenty seven twenty eight, depending where you're shopping. Uh, logical. Brisbane uh, really fell off the cliff uh, on the weekend, and Gold Coast been pretty good. What are you seeing here? Yeah, not only fell off on the cliff on the weekend, but the last two weeks they've been pretty ordinary. And I think, and the Gold Coast have been quite good. The week before, they, they drew with GWS, and then I thought they were quite competitive against 
the dogs who are one of the top sides in the comp. They move up, the game goes to the Gabba, which is a home home ground advantage to Brisbane, but it's not an enormous home ground advantage. Gold Coast in the same state. And Hipwood out for Brisbane, not this week, but he's been out for a couple of weeks. And Brisbane limping a bit. I really like this 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 plus and this head-to-head for Gold Coast, and I'll be all over that. Yeah, nice. And um, a little uh, – sorry, Matt, I'm not sure if you just mentioned it there. Neil um, – He's. I don't know if they've ruled him out or he's, he's questionable. Neil hurt his shoulder at training today, I believe. Okay, so no, I, I haven't heard that he's ruled out. Yeah. So that would just be upside for that yeah. bet as well. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. All right, mate. Well, I, I didn't. Uh, I didn't really have anything pegged there myself, but hey, makes a lot of sense. Brisbane did look a bit. Um, they looked a bit listless up there, up forward, didn't they? Really, Joe was struggling to be that that really key uh, man up forward to uh, to create a contest and bring it to the ground. So they're going to have to uh, they're going to have to find something different if they're uh, they're going to turn their fortunes around coming towards September. Um, but uh, there's a great one for the for the listeners from Logical First Up. Okay, the next one Saturday night, Melbourne hosting the Dogs at the MCG. Uh, pretty much a pick 'em or slight fave to to Melbourne here. Um, Melbourne have got this uh, pretty bad run of form starting to stack up, um, but they do seem to be good against the uh, the poor teams. Um, I quite like Melbourne here, logical. But uh, can you find a bet? Yeah, well, I think that last time they played at Marvel, the Melbourne started outsiders about six point outsiders from memory, and they cleaned them up, and they were too good for dogs that night. And I, and I think similar situation. They weren't in great form going into that game, or the Dogs were in better form. And here, Melbourne aren't in great form. But as I mentioned earlier on, they play really well against the top sides this year. And the fact that they have cleaned up the Dogs and it's at the MCG, I could only be on Melbourne here. I make them, you know, four-point favourites. I'm not a huge bet, but I've got a lean here for the Ds if, if you're looking to have a bet. Yep. And uh, and I had them six-point faves, so I'll be having a little uh, little tickle on that one. Just think um, the dogs rely on that aerial um, supremacy up forward for their goals with Bruce and Norton and um, and Lever and May, you know, probably take that away a little bit. So um, I think the D's, they'll be really embarrassed about that performance against the Hawks. And um, and I think you'll find a pretty big response uh, from those guys. And I think the dogs are going okay. They're probably just doing what they need to do, but I don't think they're, uh, they're really doing anything amazing at the moment. So, uh, the boys like the D's. All righty. And the last game we're going to talk about uh, logical Geelong uh, hosting Richmond controversially at the MCG uh, Sunday, one forty-five, And uh, that's been pretty steady in the marketplace. Uh, 16 and a half point favorite there. Uh, the cats. Um, what are you seeing here, mate? Yeah, it's a, it is controversial that they don't get this one down to GMHBA. Those cat supporters definitely aren't happy about it. And, you know, rightly so, Geelong don't go as well at the MCG as they do other venues. But I think part of that against Richmond would be a huge Richmond bias crowd generally at the MCG. Dusty, no Dusty for Richmond. They get Edwards back. But I think since 2015, Richmond have only had not had Dusty in five games, which is quite hard to believe. I thought it would have been more. And it's but he has t- testament to his durability, really. I mean, he, he plays a pretty power sort of style role out of the middle of the ground or up forward and he's played that many games without uh without missing too many so he's, he's done pretty well he certainly has yeah so five games since 2015 i think it's three wins and two losses or three losses and two wins one or the other 
the last time we didn't play was this year was against the Dogs and not, and it, they played really well that night. And he hasn't been going as well as previous years. I think previous years this line moved six or seven or maybe even eight on the back of Dusty not playing as big as anyone in the comp. But at the moment, I'm thinking it's sort of only three or four. It hasn't been dominating. And But they get, they get Edwards back. But in saying that, I think that Geelong are a fair bit higher rated than Richmond. I, I don't think they're going great. And the, the 16 and a half, probably not enough for me. I think it should be around about the 20 mark. So I've got a small lean here for the Cats and I'll see what the market does before I have a bet. Yeah. Okay. And, um, and I was, I was probably just thinking the other way a little bit um, thinking, let's, let's see what that price gets out to often the models and so forth. Don't really rate the tigers. Um, so, you know, that, that might tick out and I was thinking potentially I could have a bit, a bit back on the tigers. Um, but, um, but look, I don't have a, a whole heap of betting interest that uh, no crowd MCG tigers sort of takes a bit of a, Bit of a wind, bit of bit of wind out of it uh, for me. So I don't know. Wait and see. Market watch on that one. See what happens with the market, and um, and I might have something on the tigers. All right, logical. Well, that's uh, some good AFL chat there. Let's uh, let's go over and talk some NRL with the Pope. Okay, NRL round nineteen, and the Pope has come up come off an absolute blinder, blinder of an Origin series and a and a really good weekend in round 18 of the NRL. We moved this week, looking at Friday night at uh, 7.55, North Queensland Cowboys take on the Melbourne Storm. The Storm were $1.06 here and 26.5 point favourites. They've covered 13 of 14 lines. And verbatim from the mug, he said he's made more money off the Melbourne Storm betting blindly on the minus than he has on any other team in his life. Pope, how do you see this match? Well, logical one, we, as we were sort of having a conversation off air, the sort of thing about in reverse, what number can you back the Cowboys is the way I sort of think about it now. And there's a few factors that maybe 26 and a half is that number with a lot of trepidation, but hear me out. Without Munster, so he wasn't named today in that hasn't mattered too much for Storm this year when they are missing players, but there is a bit of mail. Jerome Hughes also will be out for the Melbourne Storm as a late withdrawal. And with that, they're obviously probably resting some players, not obviously, but coming in the back end of the year, they've got a, a toughish draw. So they've got Penrith in round 20, then they've got South the week after. So this seems to be an angle that they might just rest a few players this week and then take a 10-week charge to the end of the season. And with that in mind, looking ahead, I think we might be able able to. It sounds ridiculous to say able to, but we the plus has some attractiveness this week. You, if Hughes is out, you are missing your seven and your six, which on any team that's an impact. So, I think this might be the week where the numbers might be going a bit too far towards the the purple army of the Melbourne Storm. I think it's probably getting a bit too far, and this is a north. Queensland home game too. This has been played in Townsville. So there's a few factors here that make this really big number attractive for the plus. Well, Pope, I must say this year, you haven't been lured in by those big pluses. You've you've generally stayed on the minus with the Storm. And I think you've only put up against Melbourne once or twice this year. The modellers also, as always, sent through his prices and he makes North Queensland a bit of a bet. But as always, he said the model doesn't handle Storm great. and And this time of year, he's a little bit worried about motivation of teams. 
but you spoke about the motivation here and you think the motivation works better for the North Queensland Cowboys. So if you put yourself there with the modeler, it looks like it's a bit of a bet here for the Cowboys. Yeah, I, I do think so. And the time of week might, when we bet would be the next aspect of when we decide to get on. But that Hughes information is probably pretty key when you couple that with months that are already missing. Pappenhausen is named on the bench, but again, you're missing your 76 and Paul Pappenhausen is a top 15 player in the comp. He's coming off a three-month layoff. So I think those sort of factors are, are pertinent this weekend. Dealing with other variables, if they are looking ahead and, and they're also resting Felice Kafusi, obviously post-origin as well is the reason behind that. So there, there is a few aspects that maybe they're just not going through the motions, but this isn't the week where they'll be playing in fifth gear as well. So there is some attractiveness at that really big number for the plus. Back the plus at your peril, punters. Uh, the next game that you wanted to look at here was Saturday night, Suncourt Stadium, Manly Seagulls versus the West Tigers. Manly are dollar thirteen point dollar thirteen favourites and eighteen and a half point favourites. How do you see this one, Pope? Yeah, Turbo, Turbo back for Manly, and, and Manly's actually done the business a couple of times without Turbo in recent times, which will hold them in good stead to the end of the year. So they won two out of three over the Origin period there. Turbo, which is a promising sign for them. But, the aspect around this that I'm sort of interested in that I've, I've looked into a little bit in recent days is Tigers' top eight price. So they're around $8 in the market and you look at their run home and they're 18.5-point underdogs this, this week and so that that's, might be a loss. But after that, they've got five or six winnable games on that run home in what is a pretty average bottom 10 teams in the market. And if it goes to script this week, there'll be two wins outside of that. But... Looking at some of the other teams with tough runs home, I think that price is really attractive. And you're talking about hub hub life and teams with motivation. Well, Tigers have a bit of motivation with that dangling the carrot. So I think that top eight price is, is really attractive around $758 in the market. And and with that, I think this week you could probably mount a case that they've just started to put a bit of form together. So they're probably an outsider that you could have some interest in this week as well. But as um, we've said a few times, trepidation around betting against Tommy Turbo, logical one. Yeah, you put you made a good point, though, that maybe you are better to wait till next week to back them, considering their price this week. But on top of that, the modler quite likes them as an outsider here as well. So just some extra intro info there to make it a little bit more confusing. But if you do think they can win this week, that would be the time to back them. But otherwise, you, you maybe want to wait a week and get on then. Yeah, that's... That's really sage advice, I think, that, that they'll obviously drift if they lose and if results go expected. And that if you start to look their run home, then that would still be a viable bet in seven days' time. Okay, I like that one. And Pope, the next lot of games you want to look at is the two Sunday games. And the first one, up at the Gold Coast, St George are taking on the Gold Coast Titans. And Gold Coast start this game at $1.57 and five and a half point favourites. Do you have any thoughts here? Yeah, I do. The, the thought, logical one, is you can't back bad teams at the minus is the thought here. And Titans are a poor side. So with that in mind, siding with the Dragons here, head-to-head -head would be the angle over the, over the plus. That obviously, the way things pan out sometimes in NRL in 2021, that they could run away with it. But I think the price is too reflective on what's happened to the Dragons over the last few weeks with Barbecue Gate. And players missing their, their side on paper doesn't stack up that badly against Gold Coast. And 
I think they're a real show here, and it's probably going to move towards them, I, I think, when the market cottons on to this some degree. So I'm thinking early bet here and probably small land towards the 13 plus as well. Okay, excellent. And the modeler's quite neutral there, so that's, uh, he's not agreeing or disagreeing with you. And the, and the and this last game that you wanted to look at was the last game on Sunday, which is at Seabus Super Stadium on the Gold Coast. The uh, double header for this and uh, the NRL. Um, Canterbury take on Cronulla. Cronulla start dollar twenty eight favourites and twelve point favourites. Yeah, Canterbury are sneakily going pretty well for tens. Won two games all year, and two matches adrift at the bottom of the table. Their their last five games have been pretty impressive. The last two weeks in a year when the minus covers it two out of every three and against the top six teams, they went within eight points of South last week and six points of Roosters the week before. So they've covered in both those games. Two weeks prior to that, they they were leading Parramatta at half time, got blown away second half and they won a week a week prior to that. So four out of the last five have been pretty impressive performances and I'm prepared to find out on them this week at three seventy five, four dollars $4, I think, with, with that line of form. Cronulla have been up and down and, and pretty poor, really, for most of the last month. Um, they've got more to play for, but, yeah, the, the body work that dogs have put together is starting to have an element of consistency about it. So I think this head-to-head price especially is really attractive. Yeah, the modeler makes Canterbury 3.12 here, so he agrees with you. I do notice that you've taken on three pluses this weekend, which is game in the current the, – the way the season has been un- unfolding – but at the same time, that all makes quite good sense. Yeah, and there is, um, to counter that point, the motivation when you are in hubs as well probably indicates that these pluses are, are teams that are in the bottom half of the eight and what they have to play for could be questionable. The other aspect that is worth keeping an eye on for listeners and subscribers this week is we could be having crackdown 2.0 in NRL this week. Logical one, uh, Little announcement came out yesterday that the six again isn't quite going the way they want it to be interpreted, and and Sindin could be reinforced that if you continuously infringe on being inside the ten, that the Sindin's going to be used. So we're starting to look at another angle that we had magic round around potentially points and how that plays out as well. So that's one to keep an eye on as the week goes on. Would that also be? I remember last time we had a crackdown. It really led to higher points. And I know these points totals are already pretty high, so it's hard to keep going higher. But do you think it would be an angle to be, be on over points this round because of that crackdown? I do. I probably, in this instance, I want to see how the first game's officiated before looking at the rest of the round, that you can get a bit of a lens from that first, first match as to how it's going to be interpreted by the officials. So I probably want to look at Thursday night and then make, make some calls for the rest around, but it is definitely an angle that we can look at. Like even, even last week with these high numbers, I think the over was still six out of eight. So if you then putting in interpretations and official, official them based on t- taking players off the field, then that's only going to tie in that over is a bit more regularly, I would imagine. And crowds, are they limited or just generally as per usual, very small this weekend in the NRL? I think I think pretty much unaffected up there. That sort of COVID seems to have escaped north of New South Wales, logical one. So I think they pretty much get at least seventy five percent attendance at most of these venues. Okay, thanks a lot, Pope. And as always, that's brilliant. And I'm not the only one that thinks that. Uh, we had some feedback from one of our 
long-time listeners, Richard Drummond, and he said this week that you're a freak. Keep up the good work. Uh, and with that, let's bring back on the mug and to close us out for another show. I've got to turn everything back on, Logical, but I'm back now. And uh, as we always say, gamble responsibly, but more importantly, gamble to win.